Hey, you guys, happy Tuesday. I hope you are having a great week so far. We are in the middle of November. I cannot believe it. This month is flying by. We are crushing the end of 2020. Election is, I don't even know what's going on there. COVID is, I don't even know what's going on there. But we are still just making our way through this year. And I don't know about you, but I just intend on ending this year so strong. And that is why I invited this most amazing guest onto the show today. I have invited Nina Hurt, who actually is my social media manager. She's a business coach and she helps um, women, business coaches, hit consistent consistent 5k months. What she does for me though, she has a social media managing business and she helps me connect with new people online every single day. So we all know that we have to be building our funnel. If we are only talking to our warm market, our business is not going to grow. And one of the things that I find we often forget is to keep building new relationships. We either get scared, we don't know how to do it, we feel intimidated that people are gonna think that we're slimy or salesy if we reach out to new people. Nina is an expert. She knows exactly where to go and find your ideal clients, and then she knows how to connect with them in the most genuine and authentic and simple way. She has taught me so much, and I am so excited for her to come on and teach us how we can, every single day, build these quality relationships with people, start the process of bringing people into our lives on social media, and have them loving us, and watching us, and following us, and and building this relationship with them, so ideally, they will become clients of ours in the future. So, I'm going to stop talking, and we are going to get this started. Making changes in your life and business doesn't have to be difficult. It's just learning the small steps to take over time. Welcome to the Contagious Community, the podcast dedicated to ambitious women who want to make a bigger impact in their life. I'm your host, Michelle File, and I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. Once a successful salon and spa owner, I woke up at a crossroads. I wanted freedom that salon life was never going to give me. I stepped past my fears of change and criticisms from others and dove into online business. Together, you and I are going to get you more confidence in your life, more money in your bank account, and more time with the people that matter most. Those are the things that I desperately needed and wanted. And over time, with small daily steps, I've achieved that dream. So stick with me for this fun and sometimes messy ride and transform your life and business too. Okay, you guys, I am so excited. As I said, I am so pumped to have you here from my social media manager. And she actually calls herself the engagement god, which I can definitely say she is. She has helped me so much with Um, helping me find the right people for my business on Instagram. So Nina, I'm super pumped for you to be here and share your story and also really help 
my audience learn how to engage the right way with cold market. Cause that's really what you've helped me. Uh, well, you've actually done it for me, but also just by me watching you, I've learned so many things. So super excited for them to hear from you. But first, can you just tell us about you? Share your story. How did you get here? How did you become a social media manager? Take it away. Oh, so good. There's so many things I could say about this. But <laughs> first of all, thank you for having me. Um, as she told you, yes, my name is Nina Hurt. I am a business coach and social media manager. So that kind of made me an even better social media manager was because I was a business coach first. But let me take you back really quick and let you know I won't go too, I won't go that far back. But basically the reason I knew from like day one that I wanted to start a business, we were very poor. We lived in the city of Detroit, Michigan. I don't know if you guys are from Canada, but <laughs> we lived in a very poor city. And I mean poor as we were evicted from every house. We were on food stamps. We had government aid, like awesome, right? But, but I think that like seeing my mother hustle and like being able to watch that kind of had me in a position where I'm like, oh, I will never live my life like that, right? No matter what happens, I'm building this business. This is what I want to do. And I would, and I would do all these things when I was younger. People would be like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know? And it was always like, I don't know. I'll run my own business. Well, why? what do you mean? Why? Because you make money. That's the point, right? <laughs> but back when I was younger, that was what I thought really I wanted to do. Well, the fun thing is I really didn't know what I liked. And I remember, I remember being in the car, driving down the freeway and someone was like, I think it was my ex-girlfriend at the time. And she was like, so what do you want? Like, what kind of business do you want to run? Like, what do you like? I was like, I don't know. I like LGBT rights and fitness. Like, cool. <laughs> It doesn't go. I can't be a personal trainer. I'm not going to make money. But, you know, at the end of the day, what ended up happening was I went to school, I went to college and everyone, everyone just kind of gives you this dream when you're younger that you go to college, you make the money, you get the degree, you'll get the six figure job, you'll get married. All, okay. Right. Paint the picture. Yep. After, you climb the corporate ladder. And that's what my life was basically played out for me was that this is what would happen if you followed one, two, three steps, right? I did it all. I went to college, got my master's degree, held a 3.9, got my little gold honors, like go me, right? And at the end of it, I still was in the same office job. I worked for an insurance company. I was in the same office job from when I was 18 until I literally graduated with my master's degree. And after that, I went to apply for jobs. Like, oh, this is my ticket, right? Like, no, it wasn't because they wanted to pay me less than what I was making in my office job. And I'm like, okay, so everyone wants experience, which is just, this is, I don't want to swear on this. This is BS. You can swear. You can swear. <laughs> say, okay. This is bullshit, right? They all want experience or they all want you to have some kind of, they wanted something more than what I had. They were going to pay me either like 30 K a year, which guys, I'm not saying that that's horrible, but I was making more than that. Or they wanted 20 years experience and I didn't have either one. So I'm like, cool. Right. What do I, so I sat there in this office job, like, damn, every day you get up, go to the gym, go to my office job, go home, eat, go to bed, repeat. Right. So I'm like, there has to be more. This isn't just all there is to life. I want to be a business owner since I was a child, but yet here I am sitting in this damn office working for someone else. So I was like, let me get my personal training, sir. This is fun. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> I saw this girl do it online. I'm like, I can do that. So I go 
get my personal training cert. It took me like six months. And, and then I, I made this Instagram page, like all my friends encouraged me to do it. So I did it. And I had no fucking clue what I did, was doing. I made this Instagram page and was like, this is cool. And I'm like, you know, what's going to happen. I'm going to flex. I'm going to put a link in my bio and this is it. I'm going to sell out. Like, this is my business. You know, <laughs> you know what happened, Michelle? Literally none of that. I did flex. I did post pictures of my damn self. I post pictures of my food. I was scared to get on video and I post a link and no one bought my shit. Like literally, no one. <laughs> so I sat <laughs> eight months. I'm, I'm, this is hysterical now, but eight months not making a dime because I was like, I don't, I don't really don't know what I'm doing, you know? So what I ended up doing was really, it took me to hiring a coach and realizing two things. One, I couldn't just sit there and wait for people to come to me, right? Like that's just not how this online space works. As much as I wanted it to, it just wasn't how it worked. And then I, you know, obviously I was fitness coaching as an online personal trainer for about a year. And then I realized, wow, I'm really fucking good at this. Clearly I have a master's in business, which means nothing in the online world, but <laughs> I like business coaching. So I swapped over to that, created a very successful business. I'm like, let's business coach. And as I was business coaching, I realized a huge part was missing in this industry. It's that this connection, building these relationships, talking to people, is one of the hardest things to master. Like people have such a hard time with this. I had such a hard time with this for so long. And where you're finding most of your sales is literally in the foundation of finding people, talking to people, converting them, right? Like if you don't, let's just be real. You don't have sales, you don't have a business, period. So what I ended up realizing was I'm really fucking good at this. And I didn't know this, but people were actually like, Oh, how do you do this? Like, how do you do that so fast? And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm actually good at this and people don't know how to do this. Right. So I added on a second business in May this year and did social media managing as like, I just did it for fun for a month. You know, I did it for one person, did it for free and was like, wow, like, holy crap, she can convert these people. Like these people are, she's signing these people at like a couple hundred dollars. And then it ended up being a couple thousand dollars. And I'm like, Ooh, this is cool. So I took the skills that I had in business coaching and now applied them to social media managing. So I still do both, but obviously one goes in hand with the other. So it worked really well. And that's kind of where the long version, I guess, where I got today is like literally as this little 10, 11 year old wanted to run their own business. And here we are with two businesses later. <laughs> That's so cool. And I just, I didn't know what I didn't tell everyone is Nina and I were in a mastermind together. So that's kind of where we met each other. And let me tell you, I was at this crazy event. Where the heck were we in Louisville? <laughs> and I knew no one and Nina and her wife were the first, well, you guys weren't even married at the time. You were the first people to come and talk to me and you were so nice the whole weekend. I had to get that in there. It was just like a memory that just flashed through my mind. But anyways, what I love about what you just shared is, guess what? You just didn't step onto Instagram and have instant success, even though you you have a business degree, you were successful in many, many places, you still had to learn that no, it just doesn't magically appear. Just, and this in network marketing, because of, of course we're speaking to network marketers specifically here today, I think people often think they're just going to post something online and everybody is just going to flock to them. And at the beginning, you know what? Your friends might, 
your, your family might. That's what we call warm market, but that like runs out very quickly. And what I find when I'm leading my team and clients is they miss learning how to do exactly what you teach and what you do for other people is helping them make that connection. And that's what you do like so well. I remember the first couple of weeks you were in my inbox actually doing this for me. I was like, Oh my God, it's like actually not that hard. This is all she does, but I was make I'm always making it way more complicated or I'm, I'm stressed about it. So I don't do it at all. And you just have a really simplified way of doing it. Would you agree? Like you're, it's not that hard. You just make it like super simple. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I'd like that you said that you were stressed about it, so you don't do it at all. So I think that that's huge. And I see this in, you know, people that hire me or people that don't just friends, people I talk to is you, you said that so well, you're warm market. Awesome. Like they may pay, buy from you, but they're going to run out and you can't build your business just based on your friends and you don't want to. So I'll tell you that right now, but in being stressed about it, I think it's so common because we're overthinking it. Like we want to talk to these people. We know we have to build these connections, but then it's like, what do I say? What do I do? And now we're in our head. And so we just don't do it. Right. Totally. And I'm just like, the fear gets in our way. They're going to think that we're trying to sell them something. They're going to, they're just going to know that I'm trying to sell them something. So I'm just not going to do it at all. Right. Like, I think that's a common, a common reason why people don't actually take the action and it's the consistency. Like Nina probably talks to, I don't know. How many people do you talk to a day for me? Like five, eight, 10. I don't even know. Yeah. At least four to five, at least. Yeah. Well, and let me tell you, not all of them respond, but, and that's why you have to just stay consistent with this activity and you make it so simple. I can see why people can take your strategies and do it every day. And it's not an overwhelming thing and it's not a scary thing. So would you mind sharing your three top tips for actually creating this kind of engagement for people that are listening that, you know, maybe they're not at a point in a business where they would be hiring a social media manager. I feel so blessed that I can have you, but for people that want to get to that point, they want to grow their business. They know they know they can't just post on social media. They know they just can't count on their warm market. What should they be doing? So I, I think I agree with you on that. Like not everyone can pay to have someone do this, right? Especially in the early stages of their business, because I mean, if you think back to your journey, like early on, like, you know, you're just trying to make it work. You're trying to make money. You're trying to make this business thing work. And I think that that's so true. So I think when it comes to creating these relationships, um, a couple things. First, we have to just think about it as not a sale. I never like to go into it thinking of it as a sale. Like, yes, do I want to engage with my ideal clients? You guys all have ideal clients. So do you want to engage with your ideal clients? Yes. However, I go into it with the intent of let's build this relationship and build this connection. I always say it's like puberty, right? It's a long game. So once you get through this awkward phase of, you know, I have to, I have to do this kind of stuff that's when then people will be referring to you and people will come to you, but we can't get there without building this relationship first. So human connection to me is so key. So you're going into this with the mindset of just knowing there's, you have zero expectation period. So this is always how I go into it. If I meet a friend, awesome. If 
this person becomes a client, I see that they need me and I pitch them my product, then cool, they can become a client. If they don't answer, you know what, that's, that's not my problem either, right? Social media is to be social. So I always have to go into this just knowing that literally it is not about me. It's one, the pitching this product or service is not about me. And two, if they don't answer, it's not about me. It has nothing to do with me. Um, and this is where I think people get so paralyzed. Secondly, I think exactly like you stated, um, I'm scared to be salesy. I'm scared all of those fears come up because we've been sold to. And especially as network marketers, like I, I'm not a network marketer, I never have been, but I know the stigma. So especially as with, for people with network marketers, they don't want to be labeled as salesy, gross, slimy, right? Like copy and paste. Obviously you guys know by now it's not successful in today's world, right? So I think it's just taking that and knowing that because that doesn't work, we have to create a new normal, if you will. So it is the longer game. Yes. But would you rather make five genuine conversations, like she said, or send a hundred cold messages to get ghosted, right? Like where's your time well spent? So that's the second thing. Can I interrupt for one second? Yeah. This is going to make you laugh because when you and I started talking and I was looking at your packages and it said that you were going to like, it must've said like five to eight connections a day. And I remember thinking like, like, what the hell? Like, what's she doing? Like, doesn't she need to do more than that? Like that honestly was my mindset. That's such a network. I don't, that's, that's boxing me in, but I felt like, I think you need to do more than that. Like that actually was my thought process, but now I can see absolutely not because what you do with them, the way you connect they're con- it, I don't mean converting into sales, but they're converting into relationships. Yeah. It's, it's the long game. It more is not more. <laughs> it's like <laughs> quality over quantity, like quantity over quality. You know what I mean? Like yes. that copy and paste mindset will not work. It just makes you feel productive. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a while, you know, bang. And I wasn't really copying pasting messages, but I would work myself to the bone, not really thinking about it, not really being like genuine. It was just like, get it done. And it made me feel really good at the end of the day. Oh, good. I got those <laughs> messages sent, but nothing happened. So yeah. now when I actually like take the time read, figure out something to connect with, watch their stories, da, da, da. those relationships grow in such a bigger and better way. Yeah. And, and Michelle, it's not the sexy answer. It's just not, you know, like, would it be better to send 50 messages and have 50 respond? Awesome. Yeah. But we all know that's not the truth. It's just not going to happen. And could you keep up with those 50 conversations? No. But on the other hand, I go into it thinking, do I want everyone, right? Like, if you really think about people in your realm and people you've had around you, you don't want to bring in those nightmare clients. You don't want to bring in those people that aren't going to grow with you, give you that testimonial, use your product, and eventually, like for you guys, then become a coach under you, right? Like you want that success. And if you find someone that's just signing up for your shit just to sign up, awesome. You got that little bonus. But at the end of the day, it's not benefiting you. So in order to do this, like you said, um, I always respond to a story. Uh, I like this for the most part, if they have a story, because it's building a relationship off of anything other than business. This is like, if, if I can give you one thing to walk away with, it's 
start this conversation with them with anything other than business. And I mean this in a sense of like something genuine. I don't mean like cute shirt, nice dog. Like they posted something on their story that you actually genuinely like or have a question about. Like start the conversation, put a question at the end, have them open up and not just yes or no, because they may just say yes or no. And you have to know some people will not carry on. And you probably can attest to this. Some people will not carry on the conversation. Some will just give you yes or no. And then the conversation's dead. That's okay. But there will be people that will, right? Totally. I, I mean, I often, I believe this myself wholeheartedly, even if they just give me a yes or no, if they are truly, honestly supposed to be in my space, they're going to still see my stuff. They're going to keep watching and someday they're going to click a poll or they're going to reach out to me when I, when I do my job on the other end of, you know, building my business. Like it's actually all going to work out in the wash and I've watched it happen. I've definitely seen like conversations go nowhere, but then five months later, they're the one clicking the poll, wanting more information. And I look through and see, oh, Nina actually messaged her. We never carried on a conversation, but she's actually been watching. She's been watching this whole time. And you kind of, at some point have to, you have to let it go. You have to take the emotion out of it. Like you said, stop thinking about the sale. Don't get so emotional about things. This is a task that we have to do. Make it as easy and simple and genuine as possible and then it'll all work out what's supposed to work out i believe will work out it it always has for me all those months that i've panicked about things have not made like that was such a waste of my energy because it always ends up working out when i do things like the genuine authentic way if that makes any sense yeah exactly and just like you said like when you talk to someone, you're reaching out to someone and they may not like have that conversation with you because the way I see this is they come to your profile. They can see you're a damn coach. They know they don't want to get pitched. They're nervous. You're going to pitch them, especially if they see like, Oh, your network marketing, you have that stigma now. And they're like, Oh, I, I don't want that. I don't want that product. Right. However, if they follow you and they like your content. They may see something that triggers them. Or I also think it depends on where they're at in their journey because think about even yourself. There was a point in time where no one, no one in this whole world could have got you to purchase any network marketing product period. And totally. you know, and then there was times when you were like, Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Like something made you do that. Right. So I think everyone's in a different stage of their journey as well. So I think of like, I think of Beachbody, right? Maybe someone's not ready to change yet. They're comfortable. They, they don't feel good, but they're comfortable right now. Now, maybe they gain five more pounds and they see you doing this every damn day. And now they're like, oh, who's the girl they're going to come to? They're going to come to Michelle because they see her working out. They see that she has these healthy habits, but they may not have talked to Michelle for the past two months, but they see her, right? They know she's the go-to now because she's talked to them. So when I think of this, I think of it this way, Michelle, is like when this person hits their point where they do want help, are they going to come to you who had a prior conversation that was nice to them and had this genuine conversation and didn't jump down their throat? Or are they going to go to a random person that they've never talked to or someone that's been like down their throat pitching them hardcore, right? Where are they going? Ex totally. I mean, I've had that happen to me. People have said, you know, 25 Beachbody coaches have cold messaged me trying to get me to buy. And you're the one that never did that. 
that's the reason I'm messaging you. Like, it's not because I've got brown hair and I'm 46. It's really truthfully because I didn't do the slime. (laughs) Because I've just been a no slime girl. Like, I have never done the slime. I maybe have done nothing. (laughs) Like, as in, I've missed the connection piece many times, but I have never done the slime because it just, I just have never wanted to feel that way. I just, it's kind of one of my core values. And it's why it's a big thing with my business is like, you don't have to do that to build a really great business. And one other little point I want to make about, and maybe you can touch on this. You said, just keep it simple. And that is one thing that I noticed about you. Like I would open up this message. I'd be like, oh my God, that's like four words, (laughs) but it just made sense. And I mean, I know what it is now, but can you explain that like a little bit, touch on that a little bit more? Like how do you keep your conversations simple, but effective? So I think two things go into this, right? Like having this simple is one, well, maybe a couple of things. So one, it's not a waste of my damn time. I'm not wasting a time sending a paragraph if I know that they're not going to respond. Secondly, think about yourself. You ever dated a man, woman, I don't know who's listening to this. You ever dated a man or a woman and you're talking to them and you're like, oh yeah, like I want to kind of get to know them. And they have ever sent you a damn paragraph and you're like, what the hell? Like you're so turned off. It's just like stage five clinger, right? You don't want to be that person either. So when I connect with someone, I want it to be short, sweet, to the point. People don't want to read. Let's just be honest. People do not want to read a paragraph. And I feel like when you start off the get with a paragraph or something longer than a couple words, a sentence, what they do is they automatically go to sale, right? People think that that's salesy, that's selling them. I'm not reading it. People have sent me paragraphs in my DMs. I'm like, there is no way in hell I'm reading this, right? If you got something long to say, it better be because we've had a conversation and voice it. Don't text this out. I don't have time to read this. I'm not in college anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all set. So keeping it simple allows them to see like, yep, straight to the point. Either going to answer or they're not. And when you're spending a lot of time and energy in something, you're taking that expectation, right? Like this is a big thing that I started in my relationships, my marriage, all of that is not to have zero, you have zero expectation, right? And releasing that. Like I really release the emotion from it and disconnect from my worthiness to this person responding. They don't respond, oh well, someone will, right? So you don't want to waste a lot of time typing up some big ass paragraph for them not to answer, right? Oh, totally. And that, that was really one of my biggest downfalls. I'm very wordy. Like (laughs) everything I do is wordy. And I think that was always standing in my way. And the funny thing is I would never respond to a paragraph ever. Like if someone did that to me, I'm like, Oh, no time. I don't have time for that. I don't read long posts. I don't. So it's like something I have to train myself. And would you say the best, um, sort of tactic is to try and ask a question to all I do. yeah I do because I think it's like it, it's twofold because one it's always about them never about me right never it's never about you think about yourself walking into a party and I see Michelle there and I'm like oh she looks cool she looks fun like I would hang out with her but I don't know how to approach her and I'm not going to walk up to her and be like, oh my God, I have a business. I have a network marketing business. I do Beachbody. Do you want to buy Beachbody? You're going to be like, what the hell? Um, but if I walked up to Michelle, I was like, oh, like, hey, what are you drinking? Or whatever, you know, if you're drinking something, that looks good. 
whatever. How do you know the host? Like I'm asking you these questions so that we can engage in conversation versus if I walked up to you and said, cute shirt. And you were like, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm done. now I, what? <laughs> now what happens? And I think a lot of people get stuck in that. Like, Oh, where'd you get your, like, I love your sweater. Nice dog. Your dog's so cute. That is not connecting effectively. That is like, again, you're kind of wasting your time. So you, you just need to reword that. It doesn't need to be a lot longer. It just needs, it's like the art of asking a question that's actually asking for an answer instead of just leaving a comment. So I think that's a really good tip. I think those, those were all so valuable for people that are doing this on their own. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, you have a, a course right now that I think will be available again sometime, but it's really, really good. Already the, the first module that I've been through taught me so much and it's really just digging into cold messages, right? Like digging into these messages, these connecting relationships online. Yeah. We want to go from like the mindset behind it and like, how do we get there? Where do we find people? And also like, how do we have this conversation with them? And not only just to take, take it and like start conversations with people cold, but how do we transition it from, okay, cute dog, nice shirt. What are we talking about? Right? Like maybe we have a similar interest and we're talking about this, but now where people get stuck, Michelle, and I know you know this too, is how do I get to the business conversation? How do I get to, okay, we have connected, we built this rapport, but you need my shit, right? Like that's, that's the hard part for a lot of people Absolutely. I'll have to get you to come back another time because that's always what my team says. Okay. I've talked about the weather. I've talked about this. I've talked about that. And how do I invite them? So I think that is another, that is another hang up. But the first, the first step is you have to genuinely get them in to your inbox and have them following you and have a relationship created. So you gave us some great tips on that. Thank you so much. So the last question I ask all of my guests, because I believe that we all have magic inside of us. I think I know what yours is, but what do you think your magic is? Hmm. That's a tough one. I don't want to blow my own head up, right? <laughs> oh, no, this is your chance. This is why I ask it. <laughs> well, apart, apart from she told you that I was an engagement god, um, I think one of my magic traits is to really connect with people in a way that makes them feel good like at the end of the day it's building that relationship building that connection inviting people and having them be like recognized in a sense that this is never about me right like even if it's my business it's about helping them so yeah am I gonna make money I told you that in the beginning that was one of my things I wanted to do I wanted to make money but it's about helping them because it does not matter how much people fucking pay me if I have a garbage reputation and people don't refer and I don't get testimonials, right? <laughs> so it's like people first, money will come, right? That's, I think, what, what my magic is, if you will. I agree. I love that. It's so true. You yeah, it's just like when you said at the beginning, just for keep just stop thinking about the sales. If you just stop thinking about that part, of course, it's all of our goals. It's everybody's like, let's just be okay with that. It's great to make money. Like it's great. But you don't, if you keep focusing on that, then everything gets twisted. Nothing becomes authentic. Nothing's genuine. If you just stop with that, push it aside, be okay with it. And really just focus every network marketing business, I believe has great products. 
like yeah. they all do. We don't have the best shakes. There's tons of great shakes. There's tons of great makeup and purses and like they all have great stuff. And if you believe in it, just know that you're going to help other people with that and go into it with that attitude. And then the business, the money, all of that will follow. So I totally, totally agree with that. So Nina, where can people find you? How can they work with you? Where should they go to connect? with you IG is my spot I know you're big on Facebook but I love IG you guys know that's my that's my jam um so my Instagram is at the real coach Nina and that's really you guys can just bother me like get in my inbox talk about my shirt I don't care what you talk about (laughs) but don't try to sell me network marketing unless you warm me up (laughs) exactly now the test is going to be if you connect with Nina the right way so I'm like they're gonna be like, well, how do you know Michelle? And I'm like, ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but you have you give so much value. Nina gives so much value on her Instagram page. You guys, I'm always talking about give, 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 give value on your social media, and you are the queen of it. So you have you will learn so much just by going and following Nina, watching her stories, and learning from her. And then when she has something that you can buy and you can do with her. I know you're going to want to jump on that because she's so helpful. So thank you so much. I appreciate this so much. It's, I think they, I think the tips were so great. They can really just like take it and do it immediately and it'll be so helpful. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was great. Thank you so much. See ya.